It's week 16. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Merry Christmas and a happy new year and all that other stuff. I guess we should save the new year for next year, but it's never too early for tidings of great joy and that's what we're going to bring you here on the pre-snap it is me joey p it is scott bogman and it's you and we're coming to you live from the line star app that's right right in the hub of the line star app hanging out doing things doing a little dfs preview today and uh boys we've got some friday night football some saturday night football some sunday football i love it every day of the week is football and it's Christmas for me. And a partridge in a pear Very nice. I'm very excited for some football this weekend. It's going to be great. I don't want to wish people a happy new year until it is actually the new year. Have you seen that commercial where the devil meets 2020 and they're both from hell and um, they're just enjoying the year 2020? And <laughs> I have not seen that, but it sounds accurate. This to end, and they're sitting on a park bench, and then asteroids start hitting. The- <laughs> uh, like, like and let's get 2020 out of here. Come on. Yes. So yes. we but before, that. But before we do, we've got a couple good weeks of uh, of football ahead of us here, and uh, <laughs> let's start. That's what we're gonna do. Yes, yes, we are. Um, let's start with some uh, Saturday slate. Let's let's do this up. So Saturday, you got tree games, as my grandfather would say. One, two, tree. You got three of them. You got the Miami and Las Vegas. You got San Francisco and Arizona. And then you got Tampa Bay and Detroit. And I was kind of alluding to on the show earlier in the week. uh, I like paying up for Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I actually think that the more and more we get some, you know, more clarity on San Francisco's situation that maybe the Arizona Cardinal defense is in play. And uh, after that, I think you can find some real value here with DeAndre Swift, some value with Leonard Fournette. And just typically speaking, you know, the Miami Las Vegas game, I know there will be points in it. It's just very difficult to gauge where they're coming from. So I'm going to be heavier into Arizona, uh, probably the most, and then uh, a bit in Tampa and Detroit. How about you? What's your approach to this one? Yeah, I think that's a smart way to do it on the three games uh, slate is, you know, go with the guys that you know are going to score points. Kyler Murray's right. points. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Ayuk uh, could be a good buy as well, depending on even if Beathard is the quarterback. I don't think they lose much from going from Mullins to Beathard, and it looks like it's going to be him. They even they even went out and got themselves the Rosen one, Joe. I know. Josh Rosen. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Like, uh, I, I like Rosen. He was one of my favorites out of, coming out of that group. I still think he can be good. He just he was not set up in very successful places. And Steve Wilkes, uh, you know, the Cardinals fired him after a year. Mm-hmm. Went to that terrible Dolphins team last year and with no offensive line, and they gave him a shot late in the season. Didn't work out. So, uh, but I don't know if it's going to work out in San Francisco, but I think it can work out for him. But also I, I'm okay with Ahmed. Ahmed had so many carries last week. Yeah. Had- well, that's what I look at it. Boggs is like, you know, you have all the, these running backs here, are all very cost effective. Uh, Ahmed's yeah. effective. Deandre Swift's not expensive. Fournette's not expensive. I mean, honestly, if you, you go put Lynn Bowden jr. At 3,900 on DK, you could probably just get whatever you want after that, basically. Right. And even pro bowl jerk, Josh Jacobs is a value this week. So Pro Bowl I, jerk. 
he made it over James Robinson, but that's just me, I guess. <clears throat> that's ridiculous. But not that the Pro Bowl means anything, no, anything at all. This is it means something for these guys. You know what my idea for the Pro Bowl was? This is what I want to do. I want to yeah. have two of the two best Madden players play it out on Madden with all the guys selected for the Pro Bowl in like the stands on either side, like watching and talking trash to the other team. Like from well, they're not doing thing. that this year, but they are doing something like that. They're, they're gonna doing have... like a they're doing like a Maddenish version, like yeah, whatever that Madden is. tournament or something. But here's the difference: like if you get the guys on either side, like their reactions to the stuff going on during the video game, that's gold. Like that, I want to see. Some of the stuff that gets yelled back and forth between those guys when somebody has a big hit on the screen, because you know they will, like you know they're gonna pop for it. That would be, I would honestly, that would be the one and only Pro Bowl I'd watch. That's that it. would act. That sounds like more fun than the let's play a twenty five percent Pro Bowl that they're doing now. And like, why not just play flag football or skills competitions or anything else besides the game itself? Because it's not real football. I don't like. I like the skills. Skills competitions always good, but that was always fun. You know, you watch yeah. Peyton Manning well, chalk up the a last football. Few years, last few years they had it. it. Was good, did they? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm so jaded with the Pro Bowl and all the <laughs> stuff that they do. I just. I, I tend not to pay attention. So well, but, they uh, earned it. So after that's 2020, fine. we're not taking anything for granted. That's <laughs> All right, let's uh, kick things off here with the Sunday slate. Now, just overall, not a lot of great running backs on this slate. There's a few, so we'll talk about them. We're going to hit them all. Let's start with Atlanta and KC. Mahomes um, is expensive as always. I don't want any piece of levy on Bell. If you want to play with that, go ahead, go knock yourself out. Uh, Tyree kill always worth paying up for, but Travis Kelsey in particular against the Falcons is a really good matchup. And my other take on this game Boggs, is that with Calvin really coming off another huge game there for him. And this one being on the road that I like Russell gauge and fading yeah. to him a little bit more because there's no run game for Atlanta. Matt Ryan's inconsistent. If you're Andy Reed, what you want to do is just take away Calvin Ridley somehow and double team him and make his life dreadful, which means Russell gauge should be open. So Gage is that one piece at 51 and 58 that I really like on that side. Other than that, it's Kelsey Mahomes and maybe Tyreek Hill if you can make it all work, which you can, but it is hard. Like you, you got like your chance to buy one big price guy, and I just like Kelsey more this week than I do Tyreek. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, I I love the fact that Bell is cheap, 5800, 6400. They just don't give the running back the ball enough. Uh, you know, they did a couple weeks ago, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire wasn't even effective, so. Uh, much better at passing the ball. So I'm going to skip Bell this week. I'm with you. Russell Gage, great buy in Atlanta. I'm lockstep with you on that, Joe. I know Hayden Hurst has scored a couple touchdowns recently. Still not into it. You know, doesn't get enough targets no. for me to love him. So I was dreadful. Tight end is dreadful. There's like three tight ends I can stomach. That's it. Maybe four. It is <laughs> terrible. And that's why I like Kelsey this week. Uh, that's why I think it's an interesting week to pay up for him, especially because Atlanta, horrendous this year against the tight end. Horrendous. Well, Worse than football. <clears throat> I'm going to get my tight end for the next game. <laughs> well, let's do it. So Washington uh, hosting Carolina, and that's going to be Logan Thomas, and uh, rightfully so because his price is very good. 49 on DK, 6K on Fandle. Boy, well, he's really, you know, this was a guy who was like 5K a couple of months ago, right? Barely, sometimes even 48. And now look at him. He's all the way up to six. Finally getting some respect. That's what um, some nine catch games will do for you. Yeah, that's true. And McKissick, I love in this game too, 64 and 58 respectively. Uh, love him, especially on DK on 6,400. Like I'm willing to pay that price for him. It's not expensive, but considering his volume and the floor, I really like him this week. And look, of course you can go with anything you want on the Carolina side, but I just think it's foolish the way that defense is played, which has been really good. So I'm just going to 
fade Carolina. Give me Washington yeah. in this game. and just going to keep it simple here. Yeah, I mean, you know, McKissick, uh, Alex, if he plays, uh, and then um, Logan Thomas. I, I will say that I am worried about if, if Haskins is down because of his, you know, antics, I guess we'll say, and Alex Smith can't play. I, I don't know. I guess it's Taylor Heineke that they're going to. Then I, I'm going to back off of my Logan Thomas stance, but uh, that is still that is still to be seen as of right now, but I think Alex is going to end up playing. So they need this win. It they seems need like it's going in that direction too. We had Dr. Chow on the uh, TV show and he seemed to think that he was going to play. So it seemed like that was going in the right direction. I think they were just worried more because, you know, any other leg injury, if you had a massive leg injury like he did, there's reason to be guarded at the very least, which of course makes sense. Uh, it's 2020 and I love the Chicago Bears and DFS this week. Yes, <laughs> I'm I'm stacking them, man, dude. I'm stacking them all up. And I'll look Trubisky's 57 and 72. Great value. Montgomery is the second best running back on this slate right now. And he's just 77 and 78. Robinson's always good at 77, 75. But I like Darno Mooney, too, is a 4K spot on DK 54 on FanDuel. If you want to get in with Trubisky and Montgomery, but instead of going to Robinson, go to Mooney, who's got two touchdowns his last two games against Jacksonville. It's a great matchup. And then you can go and get Kelsey that way. You can go and get another big piece because it's a very cost-effective stack. And look, the, I mean, Trubisky has no reason to stop scoring points here. He needs to continue to put up numbers in order to save his job and his coach's job. Absolutely. You know, he wants to... He wants to walk into 2021 with a job. I think if they went out, get at least close to the playoffs because they're in that mix right now, he's going to keep his job and Matt Nagy's going to keep his job too. So uh, they need I to think keep. They are. I, I think they're going to finish eight and eight and he keeps his job. I really do. I I'm lockstep with you, Joe. I, I think they're going to, uh, they're going to finish strong and the offense has been playing better than the defense in Chicago too. So, yeah. but Chicago against Jacksonville, they haven't even announced their starter. James Robinson is questionable. Like, why would you play James Robinson if you're Jacksonville? You got you got Trevor Lawrence sitting in your lap. I mean, come on, this is a this is a no brainer. Just just uh, don't play Robinson. It doesn't just, matter if they play Robinson or not; they're gonna lose. But yeah, but uh, you know what? It's a better chance of them losing if they sit him, right? You're yeah yeah you're absolutely right, John. I'm not this is arguing how you that. tank without tanking. You know what I mean? Right. I I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna buy Robinson anywhere, and if I'm in a championship, I'm not going to play him either. I don't think he plays in this game, uh, but they say he really, really wants to. So we'll, I guess we'll see what the coaching staff winds up doing. If you're Doug Marone, you don't have anything to lose either. You know you're getting fired as soon as the clock strikes 12 on week 17. So, you know, if Robinson wants to go, throw him out there. So he he probably will he probably will play, I guess. But I'm I'm just not willing to pay up no, for him or start him in any type of fantasy league. So, no, it's not investable right now. It's not yeah. playing for a championship and you have no better option. You have every option available to you. It's DFS. Uh, you, speaking of options, Cincinnati and Houston. Now, I know at first glance you'd say, ew, gross, terrible. Why would I want to be involved in this? But Houston's terrible against the run. Gio's coming off a 20. Like a Valley girl, Joe? Oh, yeah. oh my God. So good. He was gross. so good last week. Bangle. Oh, my God. Ew. 25 carries? That's a lot of carries. Um, 4,800 for Geo against Houston, 6K on FanDuel. I actually think he's a really nice flex play this week. I don't have huge, you know, upside for him, but look, I mean, right now, in terms of when you're looking at running backs, there's some nice value there. I would fade all the wide receivers, and it's like to me, it's Deshaun Watson, 
If you want to go with Brandon Cooks at 62 and 7K, that's fine. Watson's always going to be expensive. Um, but I actually think, you know, there's those three pieces in particular. Maybe you can throw in a fourth one with Chad Hansen, too, who's a free square at 44 on DK. Those are some pieces I think in this game you should pay attention to. What do you think, Box? I'm okay with David Johnson on DK as well, 6,100. He caught 10 balls last week. You know, uh, he had over 100 yards receiving. I'm not sitting here saying I'm going to throw David Johnson into every one of my lineups, but I, I do I do like him this week because Bengals' defense is still bad. Geo is fine. I just he makes he makes. There's another guy nervous. I like better in the same price range, but if you're okay. doing multi-entry, yeah, look, yeah, Houston's just that bad <laughs> defensively. They are. And, yeah, you know, I mean, you just got to look at it. I mean, just keep every week, just just 155 yards a game. They're going to run. Well, the, the only all. reason that Geo scares me at all is that two weeks ago he uh, he fumbled, and, yeah. and it was he had the longest streak without a fumble. But Zach Taylor immediately benched him. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, which is crazy and absurd to me. And his mustache uh, grew three sizes that day. Yeah, exactly. And then they were going to Travion Williams and Maj P. Ryan. But last week, Bernard and I watched the whole game because it was the trouncing of my Steelers. Yes, looks amazing. Did. Yeah, so uh, uh, I, I, I'm with you as you know multi-entry. But I, he's not a guy just like David Johnson. No, he's not a guy not I'm a catch put in every play. lineup. Right, it's not right, a right. single entry play. It's yeah. a GPP multi-entry tournament play, and I like it on both sides. Both sides, it's very cost-effective. Uh, Cleveland at the Jets. Now, look, there's no Dalvin Cook. There's no um, what else? We Derrick Henry this week on the main slate, right? You're missing some of these big guys. So you got Chubb, who's 9K on FanDuel, 7,800. In cash, I'm willing to pay up for him because it's basically him and Montgomery. I mean, you can just solidify those two guys and find value elsewhere and probably be okay in cash games. Um, if you want to pivot to Kareem Hunt at 59.72, okay, but I think it's very risky. Uh, Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, I think is a terrific value, especially on DK. He's just 61. Good on FanDuel at 76, better on DraftKings at 61. Uh, Landry, 69.65. Higgins is a great cost-effective guy, 48 and 58, respectively. A lot of value here on the Brown side, and if the Jets are going to be competitive, that's good because this keeps Baker Mayfield and company trying to score points and on the field. They're not going to be competitive. I, I get what you're saying, but they Quinn Williams out for the year. And he was a huge part of what they did against the Rams last week. He looked more like, he looked more like Aaron Donald than Aaron Donald did on Sunday. So, but with him out, um, I, I just, I, you're not going to win a game again, giving Frank Gore 23 carries. So uh, I don't think they're going to be very competitive in this game. I think this is a Cleveland stomping. The guy I want to buy the most is Nick Chubb at 7,800 and 9,000 um, because I think he is going to run rough shot over this team. And they I have agree. been, they have been shading more towards Chubb and fading hunt a little bit the last two weeks as well. So if he gets, if he gets a lion's share, if he gets 75 to 25, it was, I think it was 66 to 33 last week as far as snap percentages go. If he gets 75 25 this week, he is going to shred them apart. So, and on top of that, dude, let me, let me, you know, the fact that, you know, Cleveland saw the Jets beat LA last week, I think it's like, okay, you know, we, we can't take this for granted here. And I think that's good because you could see this being a yeah. trap game looking ahead to Pittsburgh in week 17, but I don't think it's going to be now. So that's, I, hope uh, it is. I know you do. I know you do. Denver at the Chargers. Um, look, this is always a difficult one here. Uh, I will say this. Eckler's a good value at 76 and 7K. I think you can roll with him. Herbert's been steady. I, I think Herbert's coming off his most impressive outing last Thursday. They got some extra rest. 
those two pieces I'm cool with. The rest, honestly, you can take this game and stuff it in your stocking. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I kind of like a, a Tyron Johnson in a in an attorney play, you know, uh, because Keenan Allen is and Mike Williams most likely going to be limited again. So four thousand on DK, fifty six hundred on FanDuel. I think is not bad for just a touchdown shot. You know, you're you're hoping and uh, keeping your fingers crossed for a TD for him. So uh, he's not a bad deep buy this week. I don't think. Yeah, and it's just and Denver is just very difficult to gauge. Always, no offense. Forty eight hundred, sixty two hundred is an okay buy. He had all kinds of targets last week, so if that's where Drew Locke is gonna, you know, uh, move towards, I mean, it cost me a ring in a league, so not happy about Noah Fant, but uh, I do respect him and I pay attention. So not He's a, bad a good talent. I just love to see him with a different uh, quarterback, different quarterback next year. Yeah, I, I'd love to see the whole team with a different quarterback. You yes, know? they would be. They're a quarterback away, Joe. Uh, yeah, which Drew- is so weird. I mean, what a weird thing to say, but that's what they are. I mean, defensively, they're not bad. Offensively, like they've what got the weapons. Vikings? The, the Vikings were that way for years. Who was the uh, who was the guy they started in a uh, playoff game? Tavarius uh, Jackson. Tavarius Jackson. My God. Oh, Tavarius yeah. Jackson. Tavarius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Right? Did I, I pull mean, it out? I think yeah, I did. I, right? I think you got. It. I think it was That's Tavarius. The dude, you were thinking of. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when you said Tavarius, then I started thinking of Tavariusness. Well, King, then they had the Teddy Mary Bridgewater McCollin. experiment, and then he got hurt, and then they brought in Cousins. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they had to pay for Cousins because they were a quarterback away for well, so and long. I, and it's funny. Like, do you see? I could see them paying for Carson Wentz in the same exact way. Oh, I hope not. I, I'm there. Good. No you gotta let Derek, you gotta make Philip Derek Carr same division, but some something like that's gonna happen. I mean, I hope you're right because we need Jalen Hurts. You know, we need Jalen Hurts all year next year. No, who knows? He has 40 million reasons to come back in 2021. So he's gonna <laughs> I don't know. He's getting a little long in the tooth. All right. Speaking of Big Ben, Pittsburgh's gonna try to look for some redemption against Indianapolis. And I love what you said the other day on Tuesday show. I went and did a little homework on it. And you're right, Indianapolis boy. Last three weeks, double digits every week. This offensive line has not been good. Uh, the more I look at it, there's two defenses I like this week. Indianapolis is one of them, and we'll get to the other one in our next game. But this one, look, as much as I've been on Phillip Rivers and Taylor and everybody last couple weeks, I like the Indianapolis defense. I think Deontay Johnson on DK is always in play at 6,300 because of the volume. I just kind of want to sit back and watch this one because I think this is just going to be uh, – a weird bloodbath of a game. This is like this game reeks of desperation here with Pittsburgh and that makes them dangerous, but not investable. If it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there with you. I mean, in, in DK, you could probably still play Deontay Johnson, even in a bad game. That's or... what I mean. Like 15 targets a game means at six K you're going to get 12 points or something like that. Right, like, right. You could fall into 12 points. So Deontay is fine. Other than that, I want no part of Pittsburgh at all. Uh, Ebron got banged up last week. Uh, he should be fine. I, I love, you always got to love it when they say, Hey, uh, none of his organs were damaged on that hit. So <laughs> he's good to go. You know, like that's gotta be, that's, that's like the, the lowest. <laughs> what a, what a low watermark. Yeah, exactly. Well, at least uh, his organs weren't damaged. Yeah, yeah. His or- <laughs> he didn't have any organ damage. He's fine. You know, that's, uh, hey, you know, the doctor said all the bleeding was internal. That's where the blood's supposed to be. So, uh, but, but, um, yeah, man, it's, this is the Colts defense is probably my favorite buy of the entire week. Uh, the Steelers offensive line is woeful, dreadful right now. Ben can't move. He's a statue. 
Buckner and Justin Houston are going to eat him alive. I would not be surprised if we saw Mason Rudolph at some point. All right. Los Angeles Rams, the worst at Seattle. (laughs) Um, Seattle's the other defense I love this week because Jared Goff's many mistakes and they're cheap this week. Like not like a little, like they're very cheap. 2,600 on DK for the Mm -hmm. Seahawks. And, And they've put up at least nine points, three straight games. So once Adams came back, you know, Dunlap, Adams, they've been making plays. They're getting sacks. They're they're making things happen. I understand like the Rams lost, but you know what? The Rams can can get all fired up all they want. They don't have Cam Akers, and Jared Goff is still a hot mess when there's no running game. He's like Tom Brady light. You know, if there's no running game, all of a sudden he falls apart. Now, from a from an offensive standpoint, I would also point out Tyler Lockett's intriguing because nobody's going to be on him, and Ramsey and Metcalf proved that that is a battle. So yeah. Lockett has some appeal to me. The Seahawks defense has some appeal to me. And, and the only guy on the Rams that I like in terms of investing in is Robert Woods at 7K and 73 because no matter what, the Seahawks defense still gives up yards. I'm actually okay on a multi-entry with Daryl Henderson. I, I like Daryl Henderson this week. I think he gets the majority of the carries with Cam Akers down. So, uh, and he's really cheap, 4,500 and 5,600. I think he's a decent buy. You know, if you're trying to pay up for Kelsey, you're trying to pay up for Tyreek Hill, you're trying to make it work somewhere else and you want to go cheap on a flex or a running back, I think Daryl Henderson's a decent buy. I agree. I would agree. All right, Giants at Baltimore. Here's where some value is there too, is J.K. Dobbins at 62 and 63. Here we go. Remember we talked about lazy fantasy analysis? I hate this. Like, well, Lamar Jackson's really good, then you can't have J.K. Dobbins being good. Of course you can. Of course you can. (laughs) It all depends on the structure of the offense. And the structure of the offense is Lamar Jackson runs roughshod over people. He comes back to the line of scrimmage after running 30 yards, and then J.K. Dobbins runs another 15. And it's working. 35 points, Joe, is five touchdowns. If that's three passing and two rushing, most likely the running back is going to get those rushing touchdowns and the quarterback is going to have all three. So why couldn't they both be good any week? I love putting them together because Lamar's expensive at eight and 88 respectively. And J.K. Dobbins is 62 and 63. He's a tremendous value on FanDuel this week. He has touchdown equity. His four best games of the season have been the last four games. And with Mark Ingram out now done, um, if you want to throw in Marquise Brown, make it a full stack. Okay. In tournaments, 57 and 62, you know, I hate him, but still, um, I'm not going <laughs> to chase miles Boykin. I'm not going to chase Des Bryant, Mark Andrews at 57 and seven K, you know, the drop-off is amazing. You go from like 8,000 for Travis Kelsey to like 57 for Mark Andrews. And I think that's okay. That is the trio I like against the giants, because I think the giants are officially like that car that run out of gas like right before this book to get to the they just have they're just out of gas yeah. and there's no gas station and they're just like on the side of the road with their thumb out that's where the giants are right now unfortunately and it was a great run but andrews dobbins and lamar jackson i love that grouping against the giants this week in baltimore especially they're playing that uh that theme music for the hulk at the end when he's uh yeah, hitchhiking the sad walking away music yeah exactly that's the giant that sad walking away music from the incredible hulk in in 2020 right yeah i nothing nothing's really investable for the giants you're right i mean you pointed out all the stuff on the baltimore side i'm okay with marquise brown he had a bunch of targets last week so like joe said if uh if you want to take the risk go ahead he has looked better the last couple of weeks recently yeah and uh, would you go with the defense too i know they're expensive, yeah yeah but... against colt mccoy it's either going to be colt mccoy or like 
60% of Daniel Jones. And either way, it's a good matchup for the Ravens. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm on buying them too. So, but the Colts are still my favorite because I've watched the Steelers line. So, all right. Last one, Philadelphia and Dallas. Oh boy. <laughs> oh goodness. I'll tell you what. Look at Jalen Hurts went from about 5,900 to 8,200 in two weeks. Look at that. Look As, at he, should. As he, should. he should. As he should. Yeah. And I love him against Dallas this week. Like, uh, he's like the to me, it's like if you're gonna go for Lamar, and if you're not gonna go pay off for Lamar, I would pay off for Hertz against Dallas. I think Dallas wins this game. Uh, they, you I, know what? That doesn't make it a bad no, no, it doesn't. Like I, I actually like fun, that more. It's gonna be a fun high scoring game, but I think there's a lot to buy from this game because of it. Now it's hard to buy any single wide receiver from the Eagles. Like you just don't know where no, the ball's gonna I, go on a week to week basis. I want to buy the one buy I want. Like you could say Greg Ward is an interesting 4K dart throw. Like that one, you could say because he they scored two touchdowns to, last week. Yeah, so. they, they yeah. do seem to have a rapport, those two. But Goddard at 36 on DK is absolutely like he could have had a touchdown too in that yeah. game. It just barely missed. And if he had one, he would not be 3,600 this week. He would, <laughs> so like, you know, so you have to look past that and see that this could be a trend here. So Goddard, Ward, but really just even even just hurts by himself. I'm good with. And the Cowboys, I just can't throw the darts because if I'll, I'll put it to you this way. If Ezekiel Elliott's out, would you go back to Tony Pollard at 65 yeah. and 63, even against the Eagles D, which has been decent against the run this year? Yeah, they, they, they've been good against some run, but they weren't great last week against the Cardinals. Then uh, a lot of these guys are starting to fade, too, for the Eagles are getting tired. Uh, but CeeDee Lamb is a great buy at 5,306,000. I mean, just always danger to get a touchdown. You can take a risk on Michael Gallup as well. 4,100 and 5,600 is a decent buy. But I also like, you know, Zach Ertz started getting targets again, and he's cheap at tight end, 3,100 and 5,500. That's Boy, not a bad buy. Do you ever think you'd see 3,100 at Zach Ertz this year I going into know. the season? No, he's wow. one of those guys that, like, if he went on IR week two, he would be more expensive than that the whole year. You're you know right. what I mean? So he would have been frozen uh, in time. It's 68. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it never would have buried him, but because he's played and played bad, they bury him. So actually had a decent amount. I think he tied for the leading targets uh, for the Eagles last week with like seven or eight. So, um, yeah, I, I like, I think Ertz is a decent tight end by this week in attorney play. All right. I love Cleveland, Baltimore, and the Chicago Bears this week. Those are my three favorite main slate stacks. Uh, Seattle D, Indianapolis D, we touched on that. Any other parting thoughts, my friend? No, I mean, th this is, it's going to be a fun week and it's a shorter week because we have the, the Monday game still, which mm -hmm. Joe is going to, you know, watch a movie during. Oh, and then gross. the you Friday did, game. You can't pay me to watch that game. Like, I'm going to be rooting <laughs> so hard for the Bills in that game. I just, oh, uh, God, it's just brutal. Can't we just I, win? If we could have just won three games, it would have been so great. Um, yeah, so so that it, it's a little harder to put a, a team together, but I, I think we helped you out here. So uh, enjoy <laughs> it. Absolutely enjoy it. It's going to be fun. That's right. And enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the Christmas season. And uh, also, I hope everyone had a nice Hanukkah as well. And uh, we'll be back uh, with the wagering show. So everything will be released uh, the same day here on Christmas Eve, just so everybody can have more time to digest everything, including 
that lasagna that I got to make. That's just staring me in the face. I got to go make a huge giant tray of lasagna for Christmas. So that being said, I'll bring some and send some to me. Yeah. Hey, look, you live clear. I got, did you see all the cookies? Uh, Three days of cookies we've been making. I I saw, I saw you and the girls making all kinds of good stuff. Did you uh, you see day three? I made the regatta cookies. Oh my God. Those were good with the vanilla. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. It sounds amazing. It's, it is amazing. It is a, it is an Italian cookie. It is soft. It is delicious. And it's got a uh, a vanilla like glaze on it. Oh, go look! Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I've I've respected uh, I respected uh, Italian cooking from anyone ever since I watched Goodfellas. So uh, you know. yeah, yeah. I sometimes I like to also uh, you know take a razor blade to to my garlic so it liquefies <laughs> it. It's what you do in the joint anyway. <laughs> Any lobsters for, uh, for recipes? You can follow me at Joe Pizza PS17. You can follow Bogman at Bogman Sports, and you can follow us collectively at Line Star App and Line Star NFL. That'll do it for us. Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy DFS. We'll see you next time, kids. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.